Welcome back, film and pop culture fans, to a brand new episode of Quality Check Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel Posey, and joining me, as always, across the internet, ready for a new Jordan Peele movie, Ooh. is Drew Douglas. We're almost there. Yeah, this is, we're still in pre-nope time. But in a couple days, it's our lives will be known as post-nope. Uh, it's just like COVID, where we've got pre and post. So... I can't get any more excited for this. I've been talking to any innocent, <laughs> poor person just trying to get by me without hearing about Jordan Peele. I just keep rambling on about it. Now, I, I, I got to be honest with you. I am a little worried because I feel like you have... We're both hyped. I would say you're about 15 to 20% hyped above me. Oh. And I'm concerned that this movie is going to not deliver. And you're going to be just absolutely crushed. But it's Jordan Peele, so that probably won't happen. Got faith. Got faith in Peele. The thing is, after Us, so when we saw Us, I'm like, okay, that's that's I, I, there's a lot to digest. This movie, I'm really curious, and I have just been speculating, especially after getting spoiled, I say spoiled, based on a movie theater <laughs> chain email... And then I got spoiled by a different movie theater chain thumb image, like a thumbnail image yeah. of the movie in for buying tickets. And, and this, I'm like, and those chains are Alamo Drafthouse. That was and the email. Then, uh, Regal had the thumbnail, which I got on to get see how it was selling near me, and I saw the yeah. image, and I had already seen it, thankfully. Okay. But um, that was. Before I ever saw the trailers, I had you know been avoiding it like you have. You still haven't seen it. I broke down and watched the teaser oh. and the trailer. But before I ever watched it, um, they released it online, and I was scrolling on Twitter or something stupid and saw that image that you saw in the Regal app. And I was like, okay, oh, crap. And the headline was just like, it's a full-blown UFO invasion film. And I was like, huh. God, Lord. So there was no, like, I had it spoiled, not spoiled, but I had it revealed, like, instantly once that teaser was out. Man. So, but, like we've said a million times, it might be that surface level, but there's going to be a whole lot more to it. Oh, yeah. And if there's not, then I will be super shocked, and that'll be the twist. Sure. And I just don't see Peel doing that at this point. I, I think we've come to expect him to do that. And ever since seeing that today, my mind has been turning nonstop, thinking back to whenever he did the Twilight Zone season two, the rebooted Twilight Zone that is now currently on Paramount Plus, but season two, episode one, where he wrote the episode Downtime, and you think it's about some kind of an invasion, and it turns out to be something entirely else. It literally shifts gears, and in the middle of the story, and I started thinking, maybe that's what we're going to see with this, and I'm totally expecting that. But whatever, I'm ready. I'm here for it. This is my most anticipated movie of the year. I, Even if I'm hyping it up a little too much, I, no joke, before I've seen this movie, and I this may be setting myself up for failure, I'm really wanting to see this Thursday night, right? As soon as it comes out, to avoid any spoilers. My dad texted me this morning, and he's like, hey, you want to go see a movie? And I was getting the feeling that he was insinuating nope. But I just said, so nope. And then he's like, coming up Saturday. <laughs> uh, so so he want, you're going to have to wait a little bit? Well, I, the thing is, I still want to see it 
Thursday, but I think it's you like you can probably wait, right? Do I go into it thinking I'll see it twice right away? If mm. it, like we still we have even though we love movies, it's got to be really good for me to return a second time. And only I think once I went to the theaters three times, and that was for Mission Impossible Fallout. Yeah, I don't know. We, yeah, that's uh, right. We, at the moment, we plan on going this weekend too. But I, I, I feel like I can avoid something. Uh, you know, I'm so nervous about getting spoiled, but you know that that's the risk that we have to take with Jordan Peele because he's been so tight-lipped. I love this fact that he is doing this because it reminds me so much of J.J. Abrams in the Mystery Box. But I digress. I can't go into this anymore because I've been going down this rabbit hole all friggin' day, and we've got a podcast to get to. This is going to be kind of a chat cast, but more importantly, we're going to be covering several new movies coming out in the month of August for our Rotten Tomatoes game. I have been nervous. I've actually been trying to dive into the research of Jordan Peele and his filmography and just inspirations to take my mind off of how nervous I am about guessing the scores for these movies that we have. I'm in a weird spot where I feel like I usually do pretty well. And then we've started off the month of July and we only have one movie locked in, but just judging by how things will probably shake out, you're going to be in the lead by several points. And it's got me a little rattled. (laughs) So I've... We have eight movies we're going to guess for in August, and I I have second-guessed every single one of them. I have no <laughs> idea what to think anymore. I feel like you've got me on the ropes in the first round. You kind of you hit me hard enough to where I'm rattled, and another hit could knock me out. That's how I spent the entire first half of this year. <laughs> you did. Up until about month three, about March or April, I think I basically knocked you out. Yeah, you did. It was that was rough. If this if this were a boxing uh, fight, you would have easily been the sure bet up until like the very very end of the fight, and then it's like, oh wow, there there may be a comeback, and then you just obliterated me. And and uh, yeah, I ended up winning. So this is again for July through December. Uh, July, we've locked in Thor. I won that one because you went too high. You went 90, and it's like 90. 68% right now. Um, we have, we're, we're just going to go ahead and lock in where the crawdads sing. I said 77. You said 70. It's getting smashed. <laughs> 37% right now. It's getting smashed just like JLo and Ben Affleck are doing after their wedding. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> And the two ones that we're not locking in yet, we have Pause of Fury, which you said 55, I said 57. There's only 40 reviews, but right now, it's bumped up to 58%. It's been which, 55%, you right on the nose, yeah. for about four days now. I log in just a, a moment ago, breaking news. I click on it. It had changed. So who knows? I don't know. That could change, and we'll lock that in officially next Friday, because we let two weeks pass by. Who knows? I don't know what to expect with that. That could go either way. Yeah. And and honestly, I'm expecting the gray man score to go up a little bit because it started a little high and then it dropped significantly. And I'm expecting it to rebound a little bit, but not much. Yeah, right now um, it sits at 
a lowly 54% with 106 reviews. So that's quite a few. I said 74. You said 72. It's going to take a miracle for it to climb 20% so I can get that win. So right now, I I figure I I very well could lose Paz and the Gray Man and be down 3-1. to Wow. And then we have DC League of Super Pets, which is worth two points this month, and then Nope. And that could get word. I picked 90, you did 91 on Nope. Who knows? So we're going to find that out. But we have eight movies for the month of August, and we're going to do these in order of the release date. And that includes, I would say, the last big movie of the summer. It's called Bullet Train. Yeah. Starring Brad Pitt and a bunch of other people that we like. Looks like a ton of fun. Looks like a blast, though. Every every time I see a TV spot or a new trailer, it shows a ton. And this is one where I'm like, eh, it's f- I guess I f- don't feel too spoiled because I feel like yeah. I know what I'm getting into. Sure. But a, a lot of the gags are being spoiled, and so that's kind of a bummer. But this is David Leach's new film. Is it Leach? Is that how you yeah. say his last name? He directed Hobbs and Shaw, which was 67%. Deadpool 2, which was somehow 84%. Don't get that. And then Atomic Blonde, 79%. So he's his three films that he's done, that he's directed, all fresh, all done, I would say, pretty well. Mm-hmm. How do you want to do this? Do you want me to go first on uh, the old bullet train? Yeah, why don't you go first? conflicted on every single one of these i could be <laughs> probably persuaded on almost all of them if they're good or bad i'm gonna lock in 77 percent. whoa okay interesting you know i was originally thinking of going in the 70s but i went a little higher because what you the movies that you listed off there's one that and it's an interesting one but john wick because Leach ended up working as an uncredited director on that film. And I've wondered if it's a tombstone situation. It's where Kurt Russell basically stepped in and ended up directing that film, more or less, although he wasn't credited. He, you know, has always been known in the industry as being the one who actually directed the film. I'm wondering if, as we move more and more away from John Wick, that more will come out that David Leach ended up directing directing more of that film than what we realized. But as what you mentioned with the other movies plus John Wick, I think this could end up being his highest reviewed movie so far. I think people are going to eat it up. Like you said, it being the final film of the summer, people are like, this feels good and it's a movie that we need right now. That's why I'm going with a pretty respectable 87%. Yeah. I leaned high originally, too. I think people will have fun with it. I think there's going to be some critics that say it's not too, you know, he doesn't stray too far from what he's done, especially yeah. with something like Atomic Blonde. And if Deadpool 2 ended up getting, it was 84, yeah, right? I don't get it. I don't understand that. If that, got eight, if that got 84, I could see this movie being a smidge above but, that. And that's why I'm like, I'll go with eighty. But would Deadpool two of that came out today get an eighty four percent? I don't. It might get so. a little lower. Yeah, I I think honestly that would be closer to like say than uh, what you went with with Bullet Train seventy seven or yeah, even I think lower. It could go lower. Now the next movie comes out August fifth, the same time as Bullet Train. There's three movies on August, four movies on August fifth. It's a 
There's more in August than I expected. I'm going to say that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this one intrigues me a lot. And the, this one comes with a little twist because there's already 24 reviews. It sits at 96%. It's the new A24 slasher film, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. And we decided to do this one because it's at 96%. I don't think that's going to stay that way. Uh, I'll let you go first on this one, but this is climbing up my like most anticipated list. Even though I think every one of these characters, I'm just going to be rooting for them to die because they're so yeah. annoying. But I can't help but just love the style of the trailers and the marketing for this. It looks like a lot of fun. And honestly, I think what we're going to get with this movie is... Uh, I'm not going to say subverting the genre, the slasher genre, like what Scream did, but it could end up faring well in terms of uh, changing that to a degree, at least making it more critically res uh, uh, respectable. And with uh, going back and looking at um, a few other movies that I'm comparing it to and it being A24, I do think this is going to get stay high. I know we ended up doing this where we guessed for the black phone after reviews were out, and that dropped significantly. You know, that ended up dropping almost, I'm not going to say 20%, but it was pretty close to that. I think this won't drop much more than this. I do think this movie will remain pretty high, and it's going to be known as the slasher of the year. I'm going with 92%. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to keep it high. You know, last time for the July picks, we were relatively close. This one, we're off to a different start. I said 78%. Oh, Wow. So the black phone went from 100 when we guessed, and that at the time I think had about 20 reviews too, to 83. So there was a pretty big jump. I could see this. Uh, I, I think most people will probably understand what they're doing with these characters. Mm -hmm. uh, I could see a lot of people being annoyed by that. So that's oh. why I'm accounting for the drop. Wow. Are you hyped for this or no? You know, in the very beginning, I was very excited for this movie. But as we've gotten more, we, I've become more removed from it because I ended up watching uh, the very first trailer. I'm like, I got to see what this is all about. And I got ex extremely excited for it. But as we've moved on and we've gotten smaller TV spots, it's not that I'm a little less excited. I'm just more excited for Bullet Train. So I will see. I, I am excited, but it's funny. Um, your excitement is climbing, and mine has dropped just a little bit. Not not much. I'm still I'm still ready for this movie, but it's it's waning just a tad. I feel like the crowd for this one might be bad. Like when you go to the theater, if you're yeah. going on an opening night, uh, I'm gonna avoid that. <laughs> go see Bullet Train instead, because I think I will want to punch every single person that I'm sitting in. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I could see that. I'm an old man now. Oh. You know what I mean? Like I feel, I go, I get more annoyed by people <laughs> when I, I agree. adventure in public and I'm starting to like feel it more. Anyway, <laughs> so this next one comes out uh, August 5th on Hulu. This could be the first real stinker, I think. It's called Prey. Mm. It's the new uh, Predator movie, I guess, reinvigorated it takes place a long long time ago it's not modern day and then just for perspective because this i don't think anyone involved in this new one was involved in these other ones but the predator came out a few years ago 33 percent 
Predators with Adrian Brody, 65%. Uh, Aliens versus Predator Requiem, 12%. And then <laughs> Alien versus Predator, the, the first one, 21%. I don't think this looks that good. I, ca- I kind of like the idea what they're trying to do with it. At least they're making an effort to come up with something new. This is a very early Predator coming down to Earth. I just don't think it looks that good. And then the fact that they're dumping it on Hulu <laughs> maybe speaks for the quality. Who knows? I'm going to say 61%. Huh. Interesting. Though I should say this is going to Hulu, but Fox made a deal however long ago saying we are specifically making films for Hulu. Like, I don't know what it is, like eight to 10 a year or something. And this was mm-hmm. among those. So I don't, maybe that has nothing to do with the quality and I'm sure it doesn't. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those that uh, honestly with this movie, I'm not, um, I, I'm, I don't think it's a concern with it going to Hulu. Uh, just because the one thing is we've had with the uh, whole Disney and uh, uh, 20th Century uh, Studios used to be Fox. They're trying to figure out what to do with that studio. So I could see them doing more and more, releasing more movies like this. I honestly am playing this very conservative because I think this movie is going to get pretty high because we've got Trackenberg doing this film, who ended up doing 10 Cloverfield Lane. Um, He's done a few other movies, not a lot, but typically he's like had a a pretty decent run of things overall. Um, And I think that it's going to be well-directed. I think the story's actually going to be a lot smarter than what we're expecting. And it could end up being praised as the best Predator film. So right now I'm still going with a fresh score of 70%. Dan only did he this is only his second film. Ne- yeah, and then uh, And then he's directed like Black Mirror and then episodes of The Boys. Boys, mhm. And that's where I think that yeah, those episodes that he's directed the TV it's scored decent. And I know 10 Cloverfield Lane also ended up doing very well in terms of critical response. And so This, I just, I've got a good feeling about this, but I ended up, uh, for my score, dropping it down. So I'm actually surprised that you went with 61%. Well, now you're giving me, you know, I'm I'm having doubt. But I'm keeping (laughs) it. Obviously got to keep it. All right, the next movie is uh, Ron Howard's new movie. It comes out on Amazon Prime August 5th. I think of Ron Howard and his films, you know, usually getting a lot of acclaim. Mm Mm-hmm. But if you look at his last four films, Hillbilly, Hillbilly Elegy, mm-hmm. which I think was a Netflix movie, yep. ripped to hell, 25%. <laughs> Solo, a Star Wars story, which I liked a lot, 69%. Not bad, considering what happened behind yeah. the scenes. Uh, Inferno with Tom Hanks, which was like the third film in the Robert Langdon series, 25%. Des- yeah, destroyed. Ripped. And then In the Heart of the Sea, 42%. His, his last... Now, granted, he produces a lot of content, but his last four films that he's directed have just basically been slaughtered. (laughs) This one, I watched the trailer for the first time today. It's about the soccer team that gets stuck in the cave and they have to go rescue them. Yeah. Um, This could be, I would imagine, when the cast is stacked, it looks 
like uh, a more traditional Ron Howard film in mm-hmm. terms of just like Os- I don't want to say Oscar bait, but uh, a-, a drama that could do well during award season. So I'm going to say this is a return to form for little Ronnie Howard. I'm going to say mm-hmm. 85%. Oh. So I was starting to look at Apollo 13 score uh, because everything that you were saying, I, I'm agreeing with. Um, and this, I literally had no idea this was happening at all. Like, I might have heard about this before, but the fact that it's Ronnie Howard returning to another story with 13 in the title, Apollo 13 <laughs> and 13 Lives. Um, I do think, like you said, he's going to, it's, it will be a return to form because he's done a lot of films that have been based more like documentary work, and those have done really well. And if he returns to a less tradi- less of a narrative film, more of a based-on-true-events type film, such as an Apollo 13, I think that's going to end up doing very well. And I, no joke, went in the mid-'80s, and I, I heard you say 80-something, but that's when I was looking at Apollo 13. I have 85. What was yours? Well, that's what I got. You've got you okay. So you also said. So we got a, we got a standoff. All right. Now what did we do last time? Because this happened last time. You ended up moving yours last time. You ended up moving. uh, I think it was. Mm -hmm. uh, Nope. Was it? No. It was no. I think it was. Yeah. And then I'm pretty actually. I'm pretty sure. I don't think it was. There. I can't remember now what. Yeah. Maybe it was. It doesn't matter. But I I believe hmm. you moved yours. But. It's up to you, because I can move mine. I've got another score in mind. Hmm. What's... I mean, I want to keep mine. So if you feel comfortable... I do. ...adjusting, but then I'm going to let you it's, do it. It's going to be another pause of fury, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fine. Just are you going down? One? I'm actually going up. <laughs> mm. See, my usual strategy is go down. Yeah, but this is one where I would go up. Yeah. So, do you want to do 86? I'm going to do 87 percent. Oh goodness. Yeah. That's why because when I, at first I thought you said 87, I'm like, oh well, I'd be okay taking 87, but like. I'd also be okay with 85. I, I really do think this movie will land somewhere around there. Um, yeah. I want to do mid to upper 80s, like no matter yeah. what. So, good. I'm good with that. I'm good with that, too. I'm, I'm okay with mine. One, I, watching the trailer, I had no idea Joel Edgerton was in this. Yeah. So, that's cool. And then Colin looks like he could be really mm-hmm. good. I haven't seen Vigo in something in yeah. a while. It's been a while. Too long. I mean, because I'm not going to watch... Crimes of the Future, or whatever that thing was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cronenberg's new film. Um, so, yeah, all right. 85 and 87. Little Ronnie Howard. Remember remember when that Hillbilly movie got ripped? Oh, yeah. Because I was like... What's, we- I, what's weird is I feel like I know a lot of people that were like, oh, that was great. Really? Yeah, they're like older adults, so oh. it was probably made for them. See, I, I wanted to watch it, especially seeing Glenn Close. And then once it started getting torn apart, I'm like, yeah, I'll just wait. <laughs> it looked awful. I, I I was excited to see it, but whenever it kept those reviews, I'm like, all right, there's something they know that I don't. So I'm okay not watching this. All right, so the next one comes out August 19th. It's got Idris Elba 
and it's him fighting off a lion or something. <laughs> it's called Beast, which the trailer dropped a month or so mm-hmm. ago, and I didn't expect much, but I will say it looks better than I expected. I, too, am not expecting a whole lot, and I'm trying to go back and look at other films in the past um, that kind of resemble this, like that, what was that, and uh, Michael Douglas and Val Kilmer movie, um, but I I did not. Instead, I ended up looking at the director behind this film, and he actually has had a few films that have done better than I expected. Um, Baltazar, uh, I'm going to butcher his last name, Cormacher. Um, He did like the Denzel Two Guns, uh, a few other films that I thought were just like, okay. That's where I'm landing with this movie. I think it's just going to be okay. It's not going to be great. Um, but he did Everest. I thought Everest was probably his best film. However, I had to go with a 65%. Ooh. Just okay. I'm doing less than okay. Gosh, now now I'm I feel like now I'm too low. I, I'm saying 57%. Ooh. But yeah, I'm looking at his movies now that he's directed. Well, you know what? They- a, a, a huge portion of these are just not reviewed well, but well, not just that's a problem too. That I'm like, yeah, it's I don't really want to base it all off of, uh, like say Everest. But if you go um, from 2012 on, every movie he's directed is fresh. There's 94, 65, yeah. 92, 73, 75, 69. And outside of, um, I, I keep bringing up Everest, but I think that's probably his best, just the way it looks, uh, the production, all that stuff. Um, everything else is just, it's okay. It, it's serviceable. I think this will be serviceable, but I do I do expect it to land around that 60 to 70 range. Yeah. This looks okay. It's it's not something I would rush, rush out to see. The next movie comes out August 19th. It's another movie that I would not rush out to see. It's called Orphan First Kill. <laughs> I, I guess it's a prequel somehow to the original Orphan that came out in 2009 that starred Vera Farmiga and Peter Sarsgaard. 57% for that one. I watched the trailer for this one. I didn't think Orphan was good, first of all. People bring up the twist ending a lot. It wasn't that good. This movie looks awful. Uh, I'm going to say 31%. Okay, that's ridiculous because we have yet again... The second pause of fury type situation oh, no. on our hands. I'm serious. I did not guess exactly 31%, but I went with a flat 30%. God. Have you, so you watched the preview. Yeah, this movie, I'm telling you, if you go back and look at the director's work, the body of work, I hate to slam anyone, but <laughs> just using facts, just using what we have at our disposal... The director on Rotten Tomatoes, on average, if you were to tally all of these up, would probably get about a 12% across all oh, movies. Oh, that's kind of sad, though. It is. It is. And that's why I'm saying I'm not slamming. I'm not trying to make fun of the director. I'm just saying, if you look at the movies, they have all gotten ripped. And I'm not just, like, talking, you know, 30s or 40s. I'm talking about in the single digits. God, William Brent Bell. Yeah, I, I've never heard of this guy. But the thing is, after 
uh, researching, trying to find out more about not just Orphan, because weirdly enough, it has a much higher score than what I thought that it would. Um, I don't think this one will do so great. I think not only in the box office, but I think people are going to, critics specifically, are just going to say, why does this exist? <laughs> I love it. I'm looking at it. 10%, 5%, 30%, 11%, and then 7 Yeah, it's terrible. Good Lord. Now, I saw The Boy. That's, I think, the only one of his movies that I've seen. And that was 30%, right? No, yeah, that was 30 with, uh, it has... Lauren Cohen. Lauren Cohen, which is probably the only reason I watched it. <laughs> and God, that movie was... I remember it not being good. This one, this looks just bad, though. Yeah, and here's the thing. I'm expecting, because the boy, his highest reviewed was at 30%. That's why I went with 30%, because I'm like, all right, well, I'll just set it, write it. That's going to be it. That's the cap, 30%. I hate it. I want this guy to end up getting a decently reviewed film, but this is not going to be it. Yeah, 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 it's not. This looks, I'd be shocked if this has good reviews. Oh. Good Lord, that looks bad. I will tell you one thing. I will go to the theater opening night and see the first showing of this. If what? <laughs> <laughs> like if the reviews are good? <laughs> uh, I'm just saying in general. Just I'm just going to poor bastard uh, out. Yeah, I'm just going to, I'm just going to keep burning my unlimited pass on this movie. I mean, that's okay. You got to use it. Or uh, it's not worth it. So, though there's plenty of plenty in August to watch. True. Yeah. Of course, some there's of these, a lot actually. Some of these are on streaming though. Well, speaking of the upcoming movie that we've got that we'll be talking about, I wish came to the theater. I don't even. We don't even know what it looks like, and I wanted to play in the theater. And that's the problem. It comes out August 25th. Good lord, August 26th on Amazon Prime. We haven't seen, I've seen a poster, but we have, there's not a trailer for it. It's the new Sylvester Stallone superhero, super, God, I can't speak. What's that about? I wonder if I'm having a stroke. <laughs> uh, it's a superhero movie directed by Julius Avery, who made Son of a Gun and Overlord. It's called S- Samaritan. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I've only seen Overlord, and that was one of the worst movies I think I've ever seen. I hated that movie. It was bad. It's Didn't so, you say that was like one of the who to, somebody said it was like the best like opening fifteen minutes they've ever seen on film, and it was okay, but the movie as a whole is just hot garbage. Yeah, I remember we were we were hearing that as well. Like the very opening is so amazing, and it's it was such a lot down because my dad was hyped for it, and it's one of those movies oh, that that's sad. yeah, and it's like. Um, you just One see your dad, he's just completely deflated as the movie goes on. Honestly, yeah, because we were, we both, like in the opening, I'm like, all right, when it happened, you know, like 15 minutes or whatever, I'm like, all right, I mean, it's okay, but I want to I call home about it and say, this is amazing. But my dad was so hyped to see this movie, uh, and also because we get Kurt Russell's son, Wyatt Russell, in this, and Overlord. And we were pumped for that because we're like, okay, well, this this will be cool to see him in this kind of movie. Uh, and then, yeah, it just wasn't, it wasn't great. I'm surprised those reviews got that high, to be honest. Yeah, what was it? It was like 60s, right? No, I want to say it was like in the 80s. I'll pull it, Overlord? Yeah, I'll pull it up here and look. But I remember while I was doing research for this, I'm like, well, that actually, yeah, 81%. 
Oh my goodness. Now the, the sucks. The audience gave it 66%, which is I mean, I'm I might go honestly, I would go much lower than that. But um the thing is, this movie, I'm worried about Samaritan because of the director's two films, Son of a Gun and Overlord. I think Overlord is much higher than what this movie will get. Um, so, as I said, I was expecting Overlord to be around what the audience score was, 66%. So I bumped it down because Son of a Gun did not get great reviews. I'm going with a 60%. Man. I, I have a concern this is going to be very cheap-looking. Yeah. And the fact that it comes out, I guess we're over a month away, but we haven't seen anything on it is, is strange. That's concerning. I'm saying 43%. Oh, my goodness. I bet it sucks. And that sucks because I like Sly. Sly. You know, I love, I love Sly, but... And it's him in his first superhero movie. I know. Well, he was in Guardians of the Galaxy too. So I that do we count that? You got to count that, right? Yeah, it's true. That's true. I may be wildly off, but I think I do think the saving grace here will be a story about an aging superhero, kind of like Hancock, but not over the top in terms of the action. I just think that will it will be more of a character study if they take that approach. That could actually be that that could end up bumping this up big time. But I don't I just don't know, especially with the director. This is what his third film. So right now, I this could go either way. And we don't know what it looks like. We're truly shooting in the dark here. I, I wonder if it's kind of a Shazam type feel. Yeah. Where we have a, a child that believes his neighbor is a, a superhero that apparently died 20 years ago or whatever. And that, I think, is it opens up the possibility that it could be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I just think it's going to be super cheap. Yeah, I, I am very worried about that, too. Super duper cheap. Now, our final film, I, I hadn't even heard of until like three weeks ago <laughs> when I stumbled on the trailer because it stars Bill Skarsgård, Pennywise. And I said, huh, I'm kind of interested. This could be fun. It's called Barbarian comes out August 31st. And we have, I guess it's like a woman who books a rental home and then she arrives and the house is double booked and then there's other weird stuff happening in the home besides Bill, Billy Skarsgård, you know, staying at the same place that you're supposed to be. I have no idea what to expect. I will, The trailer was decent. I think I sensed it to you and I was like, this looks better than I expected. <laughs> I'm going to say 64%. Hmm. You know, this is a movie that reminds me a little bit of another Billy Skarsgård movie. And it's called Villains. You remember that? I never saw it. I always wanted to see it. That movie got very high reviews. 85%. Hmm. The director of this has... um, He's done... Very little, and especially along the lines of this type of genre. Um, he He's done more like comedic stuff, especially acting. So that's where it's kind of tripping me up. But the idea of if this falls along, along the lines of villains, Billy's signed on to do that movie for a reason. Maybe that's a similar case here. I'm going with 
77%. Oh, boy. I, I'm thinking he probably signed on because he wants money. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to guess. That is his main Let's hope there's reason. something nice and yeah, refreshing. Maybe there's a little something in there. Now this is a this is a 20th Century Studios movie, which I'm surprised it's not going to be on. It'll oh. probably be on Hulu like two weeks after. But I said 64. It's okay. So all mine are like mid, like 70s. I got a bunch of stinkers, and then uh, Ron, Ronnie Howard bringing up 85 percent with 13 lives. That's that's what I think is gonna gonna be the I guess the the highest rated now. I'm going to ask you, all these movies, Bullet Train, will you see in theaters? Oh, 100%. Bodies, 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 in theaters. Yeah, I'd say so. Pray, you're going to watch that on Hulu? Obviously, yeah. 13 Lives, Amazon Prime. Or is that something you're going to wait and see? Maybe it gets nominated and it's like, "Uh, I better watch it. I don't. I'll I'll do the same as what I did with Hillbilly, where I'm like, because I don't, I mean, I, I have seen this story done in other ways like there was yeah. national geographic um uh story if you will on it and then the the news stories as well i think it could be interesting but i'll wait and see what the reception is and if it's good if it's well received then yeah i'll watch it yeah i mean it looks okay i'm not i could i could see myself probably watching that in like 10 years beast with idris elba Are you gonna <sighs> see that in theaters I love Idris, but I just I don't know. Like, I th- this is a coin flip. It's if I've got nothing else going on, <laughs> you are so bored. Yeah, then that I'll you see need it. something to do for two hours. I I I could see myself never watching that movie. It just I, doesn't. I mean, it looks it looks like whatever. I can tell you, I feel like I'll never watch Orphan First Kill. I will if that gets like four percent, and people are like, <laughs> "This is so bad, you have to see it." Because it looks terrible. It looks terrible like the first one. Samaritan, we're going to watch because the Sly. Oh, yeah. And then Barbarian, I, I'll i see it if it's on streaming. I, huh? I wouldn't I wouldn't rush out unless for whatever reason it got like 85 to, to 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. And people are like, this movie is amazing. <laughs> That's the only way. So if it gets what villains got, 85%. Yeah. I'll say from 85 to above, if it gets that, I'll go see it in theaters. Let's hope it gets 85, not only because you'll see it, but also that means I get another W. Oh, oh yeah. one thing we got to do, too, I just now remembered. I'm going to randomly put these in one through eight, and you're going to pick a number between one and eight, and whatever lands on that number is going to be worth two points. Two points. Yeah. So let me... This is yet let me just something else... I'm stressed out about. <laughs> I know I'm getting that July pick with DC. League of Super oh. Pets. I'm getting those bonus points. Man, I hope it tanks. I'm just randomly doing this. All right. Wait, 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 I got I to so, finish. I got to finish. Sorry, I'm not prepared. Okay. I got these randomly ranked, written down, all uh, assigned one through eight. Whatever number you pick, I will read it, and that movie is worth... Two points. I'm going high with this, and I'm going to say oh, goodness. six. Six. Oh, that'll be fun. Bodies, bodies, bodies. Oh, my goodness. And there's a huge, we have a huge gap between that one, which is fun. 
that could be fun. But I'm also the more I think about it, the more I'm nervous about freaking this movie. Yeah, you went high. 92? That's right. Because there's what? Uh twenty you say twenty-five reviews out right now for this movie? I think twenty twenty-four. And I th- you know, you screen those at festivals. I feel like people are more likely to be more favorable. You know, go into that movie because yeah. they want to see it. Because y- you could see whatever you want there. So I think that maybe plays into it. It it is A twenty-four and yeah. Hey, did you hear the news, by the way, breaking today, that HBO starting in August will be the home to like A24 films? Oh, loves. That's awesome. So that's pretty great. So they're the, the new ones coming out, not new ones, but the what's going to be on the service next month, I think there are a bunch of films from like 2018 and earlier. And I would imagine over time they're going to obviously add and then... Um, maybe be the the new place where they immediately go, you know, when they jump the streaming because it's I believe Showtime right now has a lot. Yeah, that that is really that, I like that. That's a that's something cool to note, and the fact that we'll get all Ari Aster films on HBO Max. Both of those are a twenty four, right? Mm hmm. Man, I'm gonna go back and rewatch uh, Midsummer so bad. I gotta I gotta get I gotta watch Get Out. I gotta watch Nope. You know we got. Got the got the big movie this week. So pumped! I can't I can't get more excited now. What about even though we've got that coming out with Nope this weekend? What what else have you been watching? What have I been watching? I've been watching a lot of TV. Cranked out all of all of the Bear, which thankfully got renewed for season two, which is amazing. I started Blackbird on Apple Plus, which has Taron Egerton and uh, the late great. Ray Liotta. They've done three episodes so far, three of the six. That's good. Enjoying that so far. I cranked out the terminal list and then uh, obviously wrapped up the boys. Been watching Only Murders in the Building season two, which has been good so far. Still need to finish Miss Marvel. I think I'm halfway through and I kind of forgot about it, though I keep hearing that the season ends with something massive that will shake up the MCU. Yeah, I it's funny because I was the same way with the boys and Stranger Things and I did Moon Knight and there was something else and then I was just like I need need a break and just watch a few movies that are just like one and done's so I can pop in see it and I started The Expendables uh was it last weekend I think or two two weekends ago and then I saw the first one and then I'm like, this was, it's fun. I know it's not, it's not a good movie. It's just like a fun throwback action film. And that's what I was looking for. And it's got Sly. And we've got uh, Mickey Rourke, who's uh, apparently relevant, who's claiming that Tom Cruise <laughs> is not relevant. Uh, it's so strange because Mickey seems like for a long time, he's been doing the same shtick. Um, well, Mickey sucks. No. <laughs> You know, I feel like I've heard enough bad stuff about Mickey to say that, but I don't know the man, and I've never worked with him, but I hear he's an an absolute nightmare. (laughs) The fact that he seems like in The Expendables, he's the same character that he is in Iron Man 2, but that's in Iron Man 2, that's his day job, and The Expendables, he just bikes home, and that's where he ends the night, and that's, I, I, in my mind, I created this 
my own little story slash character arc for him. And that's like the Expendables movies takes place in the MCU. And that's what I'm telling myself to make make his part a little bit better. So it's, sh- it's a shame, though, that he seems like a douche and says stupid stuff because he kind of had the comeback with The Wrestler and then mm-hmm. it's never seemed to capitalize on that. Yeah. Other than, you know, I think, I guess Iron Man 2 was post-Wrestler, right? And then yes. he just like crapped all over Marvel and stuff. I, and it's just. Yeah, I think so. And I mean, that's something that. Um, I don't know, like it, it's whatever. But I saw the first film and then uh, the second Expendables I just finished this past weekend. A lot of fun with Jean-Claude Van Damme. The third film is coming up this weekend. I'm going to watch it, probably watch that Sunday night. And uh, that's where we get Mel Gibson as the big bad. And the second one was a lot of fun with the airport scene. I, I dug it for that because we get more Arnie, more Bruce Willis. Um, that team up with those two plus Sly, that's a lot of fun to see. Um, I did finish, finally, Peaky Blinders. Um, I can't say much other than that Killian Murphy slays. I just, I freaking love that man. Uh, he's so good. And then I started after Yang. I know oh, you finished that. I was going to say, speaking of A24. Yeah. Man, um, so how far are you into it? I only got like maybe uh, 15 minutes, oh, 15 to 20 minutes, and then that's it. That's where I stopped. And then it's funny because during that with After Yang, I didn't realize this uh, for whenever I, uh, like leading up to starting the movie, obviously knowing that uh, Colin Farrell's in it. Uh, I didn't know much about this movie. I never watched the trailer, but Jodie Turner-Smith plays his wife. Mm-hmm. And I, for a while after Queen and Slim, I'm, I was thinking, well, I wonder if we'll see a lot of Jodie Turner-Smith because she was awesome in that. But then after um, after that, I want to say that came out, Queen and Slim, at a weird time because not long after that, it, the pandemic happened. And then so there's obviously a break in time. But um, seeing her in this with Colin Farrell, I am very intrigued I will say I I don't know what to expect. I went into this movie not knowing what to expect in the first place, but um, do you see you seriously think this is your favorite film of the year so far? Right? I mean, so far. Now, granted, I haven't seen a lot of, and this isn't a knock on After Yang because I I do think it will remain very high, but I haven't seen a lot of like really good movies. A lot of them are just you know the typical blockbuster. Films, but uh, yeah, I was blown away by it. The music is fantastic. The performances are good. In a lot of ways, it just feels like the things that I love in movies. It's in this, and I don't want to say too much. Well, it's not bad. I didn't stop watching it because it's bad. I just ended up, um, I you know, I started and it was late at night, and then um, after it's interesting because then you brought up the movie that the director had done before Columbus. Which is good. I watched that the other day as well. Kind of did those back to back. Columbus seems like a really good story. And I'm, I'm really curious to watch that after Yang. Because I didn't know much about this director until you you and I were texting. But then after Yang, wh- kind of while watching that, I was doing a little uh, bit of research. And then that's when I found Columbus, because you had mentioned that film. And I thought, oh, well, I, now I'm really curious. I'd like to watch this. And I was going to try to do that back to back, but I 
obviously ended up calling it a night. Uh, I might actually try to finish after Yang tonight. Take a take a Jordan Peele break because I've just been so inundated with Jordan Peele stuff. I would just stay in, in on the Peel train. Yeah, I mean, it's a good train to be on. It's one that I'm excited to be on. Uh, I just can't wait for people online to start yelling at me and saying, you love Jordan Peele too much. Now, I, I today I was going down, as you mentioned, the rabbit hole, and I've been watching interviews with Peele. Uh, he's done for Nope, and they don't spoil anything. But his, he did say that Daniel Kaluuya is... He flat out just says that's his favorite actor to watch. Hmm. So I cannot wait to see his performance in this. Now, he said that just in general. Daniel's like his 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 favorite. So it's cool that they're together again. We know Daniel's not in Black Panther 2 because he chose Nope hmm. instead. And I feel like that is the wise move. Not Nothing against Black Panther 2, but when you get a chance to work with Jay Peel, yeah, then you no better kidding. do it. And I love that he's so open about how he loves the horror genre and those are the kind of movies that he wants to make because that implies that we're going to get more. Well, and I was going back to some old interviews with the cast from us and Lapita had said that Jordan Peele is constantly making his favorite movie. Like no matter what, no matter what day, he is in it, he is living this and he wants to do his absolute best. And... Like going down this rabbit hole, it's just reaffirmed doing research, listening to interviews by cast and crew. I actually, a, an actual dream job bucket list item, I don't care in what capacity it is, I would love to work on a set for a Jordan Peele movie. I could be running and getting coffee. That's, I, that's it. I don't care. But it would be so cool just to see him work. Now, what if he's just like mean to everyone? <laughs> I mean, that would suck because it would end up crushing my freaking dreams. You're like, oh, wow, but, I did not. I actually regret this job because now I realize you're a monster. I, I would just keep saying, no. He's like just, he's like Chris Nolan and he won't let you sit down <laughs> during production. You got to be doing something. There's always something to be done. Constantly. Yeah, he's like in character, but he creates his own character and he lives in that, lives and breathes as that character. And he might be a monster and he just... Yeah, that's literally his character, and he just screams. That's the only thing he does. I don't know. It would still be cool. That's that's a bucket list item. It's kind of like bucket list place to go. I also have like bucket list dream jobs. At least it doesn't have to last long, but that'd be fun. Anyways, I uh, I won't digress anymore on Jordan Peele because I could we could be here for the rest of the night. Yeah, we're, we don't need to do that. We yeah. we uh, we get sidetracked a lot, and that's okay. We're happy. We're excited. So pumped. Well, all I can say is until we reconvene next time when we talk about no to all of our film fans and pop culture fans out there, keep watching. And Jordan Peele. You too. Keep watching. Keep making. Keep making. Yeah. <laughs>